to hear an anointed, powerful word that will change your life from Treasure Coast Victory Center. Be blessed as your faith goes from one level of glory to another level of glory. If you guys can, like, be inside my body. <laughs> I don't normally, like, nervous or scared. But I, the spirit is so, like, jumping and moving in me with my arms and veins that I'm, like, just trying to listen. Like, what am, what am I, what, what's going on? Yeah, I'm vibrating. That's what it is. I'm just feeling like, so I'm trying to sit and just wait. I just want to wait. Because it's, it's, it's not a Tasha show. It's not an empower show. It's his show. So I'm just like, I'm just going to wait. Now, you guys can look at me like you're crazy if you want. Just think how I feel standing up here. <laughs> Have your way, Holy Ghost. Have your way. Not just a touch and a full encounter, a full encounter. Thank all my sisters for being here from, from different worship places. I'm saying worship because we're all part of the church, right? That we come together. I love it. I could just sit. <laughs> it's all day. I love it. I love it. Because when, when us women come together, just something happens. When us women come together, we can declare war on the enemy. When us women come together, we can declare war on demons that try to attack our family members, our, our community, our country. When women come together, we can say we're going to take back territory. When we come together and be arm in arm, not looking at each other, not comparing ourselves, not wondering what that person or that person, but to sit there and say, you know what, I'm going to be shoulder to shoulder with my sister, and then we got some in the front and in the back, so we're all together. But when us women come together on one accord, in unity, not being catty, but about our daddy's business. Yes, baby. She clapping. Yes, baby. Babies even know. Yeah, okay with us just letting daddy have his way. Yes. I always say if you have to go, I love you. Just go. We're not upset or anything. We get it. But we're going to let daddy have his way. We always do, but it's something about today. I don't know what this is today. Revival. Do it again, Lulu. Do it again, Lulu. Woo! <laughs> Wow. Wow. And I believe because we have been repenting and going to the Lord, so much is why it's finally hitting. No. Because we know when we walk in that spirit of repentance, we walk in revival. 
So we don't have to say, I need to get to Ashbury. We said, we're going to get right here. We're revival. And when we're in revival, we can spread that revival to other people. Thank you, Jesus. Whatever you need, right? <laughs> I know my girl said you don't need a therapist. However, I'm a therapist. <laughs> I know. <laughs> That's a little jokey joke. <laughs> therapist for the laws. <laughs> therapist for some of us, too. Let's just, just keep it real. Sometimes we need a little something. Thank you, Jesus. I was going to tell my sister to make a right. They're different. Because I work with some who tell you to go hug some trees. What the tree hugging going to do? Listen, if anyone did that, we're just going to repent on that. Because I'm like, what the tree giving us peace? Or crystals? Stop it. Stop it if you're a believer with crystals and all that stuff. Stop it. I'm not making this up when I have people in my session and they're Christians and they say they have crystals and they're going to get readings. And I'm like, and then you wonder why your life is a bunch of hell because you're opening hell up to say, come on in, be part of me and my family. We need to stop mixing the world with the word of God. It does not mix. Oh, we ain't going to talk about Christian yoga. making stuff up then believers start making stuff up see what happens is some believers want to dabble into some stuff and they want to make it that it's okay so they're going to throw christian in front and that's why god is saying here's the line it's like when elijah was going against Baal. it's like we whose side are you on are you going to be on the side of this stuff or are you going to be side over here are you going to be like a soft little christian or are you going to be a believer over here kingdom believer that walk in the ways of god that walks in the way of holiness there's a there's holiness he's calling us to holiness as he is holy so are we just ain't on my notes. We talking about this wave of revival. Let it flow through here. Flow, flow, flow. Give them rain. We give them like PT was saying, rain, not R-E-I-G-N, but R-A-I-N. The fresh rain. As you hear, get that refreshing. Take a drink. Take a drink, because we can take a drink and not walk out in, with a hangover. Not walk out throwing up. Well, some might have got some spears. But we can walk out here without throwing up. <laughs> Fresh. <laughs> Welcome to a power of those first time people. Welcome, my sisters. There's freedom in this place. Freedom in this place. And all the words that I'm hearing is like going to be something that the Lord put in me to say. So I thank him for that. I thank him. And not that I even need confirmation. Because I tell you right now, only one that confirms anything that I need is the Holy Ghost and the Father. And if no one got up and said anything, I know he still wanted me to preach this word. So we, got, we can't get so religious now. If he said it, listen, no one could have showed up. And I would have still said I'm anointed. I'm still called of God. I'm still loved of God. I'm not rejected. And that's how we have to walk. So the Lord put on my heart, really, to talk to his daughters. Because he said a lot of times his daughters forget that they're daughters. 
And the first position and office that we walk in is not apostle, prophet, pastor, teacher, evangelist. It is daughter. And when we know who we are as a daughter, we know that we can walk in authority. We know that our daddy backs us. We know that we can put our crown on our head and put our ring on and we can walk with our shoulders held up high. Not in pride or arrogance because we know who our daddy is. So we need to get back to walking in the office of a daughter. Because as a daughter, something hit my body. I'm like, wait a minute, that does not belong to me. I'm a daughter of the Most High God. He said that I have been healed from the crown of my head to the soles of my feet. He said that I walk in health and healing. He says that his Gilead flows throughout my veins. Like when you know you a daughter and something comes illegally, you got to know what the word says. And there's nothing wrong with praying in the Holy Ghost, okay? Praying in the Holy Ghost. But you better pray and speak some word over your situation and circumstance because the word is what breaks things in the spirit. The word is what brings forth healing. The word is what brings forth deliverance for you and your family. The word is what brings provision if you need finances. It's the word that when you're getting attacked in your family that's going to cover and cover and bring forth healing, deliverance, and breakthrough. As a daughter. As a daughter. As a daughter. Not as a pastor. Not as a prophet. Not as a, as a daughter. I'm not playing with the devil. I'm tired of this. He has this wild out agenda and thinking the church is going to keep being quiet. Well, enough is enough. The line is drawn in the sand. Just like he said, whose side are we going to be on? Well, I'm going to be on the side of the Lord who brings forth the fire. I'm going to be on the side of the Lord that his word does not lie returning to his void. I'm going to be on the side of the guy that's come through so many times for me and my family. I'm going to be on the side of the Lord. I'm not even Jesus we're telling him to use us in a whole new way and I'm like thank you just use us in a whole new way not what might have worked back then but what is working right here and right now right here and right now hey say tada bo so hey 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 say tada you came for something today you came expecting today and he's not gonna lie you're going to get whatever it is that you want. Just like Heather came up and was obedient to what God has said. Whatever you want, you're going to receive that today. You ain't coming to get it from me. You're coming to get it from him because he's the only one that can give it to you. I can't give you nothing. I can lay hands on you like the word says. But what you want, he can give it to you. He doesn't disappoint. He doesn't disappoint. So we're going to break that line from the enemy right now. You think it's not here yet. Well, the Lord must have said, no, no, it might be delayed because you got to deal with some stuff in you. Jesus. It's not a coincidence any of you are here. It's not a coincidence anybody is here. <laughs> she know. She know it's not a coincidence. It's not a coincidence. This woman's known me since I was before anything, I think, here. <laughs> Sheesh. 
cake. Oh, I'm sorry. I got to focus back on the, on the Lord and what he's saying. I got to focus back. I just went to the food side for a minute. Hold on. We're going to stay here. I'm going to have you turn to a scripture. I don't want y'all thinking I'm just wilding out here. Well, I am. And that's just how it is in the Holy Ghost. <laughs> wilding out. Any wilding out daughters in the house? And, and two sons in the back. Our sound guys. Soak. Matthew 9. Matthew 9. We're going to talk a little more about being a daughter. Matthew 9, verse 20. And behold, a woman which was diseased with an issue of blood, 12 years, came behind him and touched the hem of his garment. For she said within herself, If I may but touch his garment, I shall be whole. But Jesus turned him about, but Jesus turned him about, and when he saw her, he said, Daughter, be of good comfort. Thy faith hath made thee whole. And the woman was made whole from that very hour. I like this because the Bible went from calling her a woman to Jesus immediately saying, Daughter. He went right to daughter. And I think someone said that. Was that Mimi? Someone said something about daughter. And you're a daughter. And a daughter knows the covenant pledge and promise from her daddy. A daughter knows that she walks in an office of a daughter. In Greek, daughter means acceptable to God. And let me just say, a daughter doesn't care about rejection. A daughter does not care anything about rejection because she's like, you know what? That rejection that you thought you were giving me drew me closer to my daddy. That gossip that you're doing about me drew me closer to my daddy. That's how a daughter is. When she finds something out, she's like, oh, okay, I'm going to pray for you, but I'm, I'm just going to draw closer to my source, to daddy. She don't care about rumors. A daughter is unbreakable. A daughter is unbreakable. And she don't compare herself to others. Like I said, a daughter does not compare herself. She's not in silent competition anybody that she sees part the kingdom is big enough for all of us there's a lot of work for all of us so stop comparing yourself to someone else's experience or when they break through happen you still praying for yours stop comparing yourself to that let me tell you when I started as a therapist and I had I worked with two other ones so I'm like wow they've been doing this a lot longer than me and I'm in my prayer closet which is the bathroom <laughs> I don't know why the Lord talks to me a lot in the bathroom, but it is what it is. <laughs> I'm vulnerable. Pants down. No. <laughs> in the shower, I mean, I don't know. You're naked. You're like free. You're open. You're just open. Come on. And I never got, I was in the bathroom, he said, don't compare yourself to that experience that they have because you have the anointing Amen. on your life. And I was like, I'm anointed. Amen. 
You know, sometimes you just got to say that. Thank you, Dad. I'm anointed. I busted out that bathroom and said, let's do this. What the clock? Like, you know, like, pow, just came out. Let's do it. I had another step. I like walking with another step. Like, my daddy said I'm anointed. You know how you used to do that back in the day? Someone bother you? My daddy said, if you do this, I could do this back. My daddy said, well, we need to bring that back. My daddy said that I don't walk in here. My daddy said I'm anointed. My daddy said that I'm powerful. My daddy said I have authority. My daddy says I'm beautiful. Some of you need to hear that. A daughter stands in her position. She's bold in her position. She's too tall down. I'm not going to move her. She's not one of those bobbles that keep moving like this. She stands when the enemy tries to come her way because she knows her daddy's going to raise a standard against the enemy. Daughter does. Any daughters in the room? A daughter is not a spectator. She jumps right in to go, Daddy, what you need from me? I'm not just going to watch and see, oh, that's a nice revival. I'm jumping in because I'm part of revival. See, where am I at? What do you need me to do, Daddy? Am I praying for that one person right there? Am I going to lay hands on that one over there? Do I got a word for that one over there? A, da- a daughter just jumps right in. She's not waiting for everybody else. She's not waiting for all the five-fold ministry people. She's saying, Daddy, I know I have an author- anointing and authority. What you need me to do, Daddy? You've been marked and set apart. Each of you have a mandate and an assignment from your daddy to fulfill. Each of you. Verse 22. But it says, but Jesus turned him about. When he saw her, he said, daughter, be of good comfort. Thy faith hath made thee whole. And the woman was made whole from that hour. I need to tell some of you right now to be of good comfort. Whatever it is, be of good comfort. Um, being in good comfort means to rejoice in God's peculiar care and protection. So as a daughter, we rejoice in that peculiar care and protection that no one else can give but daddy. Because, you know, I realize, I said, when something tries to come against me and attack me, I'm like, why? Why are you doing that? Because I'm the apple of my daddy's eye. When you know that you're the apple of daddy's eye and that something tries to come against you, you like kind of feeling sorry for them. Like, oh, please don't do that. Shucks. Not going to be good for you. Don't. <laughs> don't do that. Listen. Because we are, we know you rescue us every time. Every time. I Tell you one time that I felt that he just left me by the wayside. And I can sit and tell you stories as each and one, every one of you can also tell. But the faithfulness and the goodness of our daddy. How he can supernaturally restore things, supernaturally make things whole, supernaturally make things complete, supernaturally do it when we don't have any idea. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. And I'm going to tell you right now that I feel that some of you feel like things that you have lost. You're wondering, is it coming back? What's going on with it? And he's saying he wants to restore what was lost and even give you greater than before. Even greater than before. Can you believe God for the greater? He wants you to know you're going to win. It's in you to win. It's in you to open your mouth. 
It's in you to do what he's called you to do. It's in you to tread over serpents and scorpions. It's in you to do that. It's in you to lay hands on the sick and they recover. It's in you to cast out devils. It's in you. There's more to many of you to even think or believe. More. There's so much more in you. And you're no longer going to continue to believe the lives of the enemy. You're no longer going to do that. All right. All right, Lord. All right, so I'm going to do it. All right, right now, in Jesus' name, I just break off every lie from the enemy. I break off every lie that was spoken over you from your mothers, your fathers, your grandparents, your siblings, any family member, anyone in the church. I rebuke it right now. I rip it from the root in Jesus' name, for you will not walk in that lie any longer. Well, you will walk in what God has called you in Jesus' name. I rebuke any type of things the enemy is speaking to you right now. And I cast that thing off right now in the name of Jesus. I plead the blood over it right now. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. You won't believe that. You're not what your mother said. You're not what your daddy said. You're not what some people in the church have said about you. That is not you. God's come to remind you who you are is in the word of God. Who you are is what he said. That's what grows. That's what anoints. That's what breaks. You still hold on to what other people are saying. Enough. How long are you going to waver between two opinions? Come on. You are what he said. You are who he said. You have what he said. Oh, you. Know how intricate you are and important to him that you are. If he made the skies intricately and beautifully, if he made the beach beautifully, if he made birds beautifully, how do you think he's made you, his daughter, so intricate and expensive and wonderful and fearfully made? You're a daughter. You're a daughter. Jesus, you created by a wonderful creator who made something so wonderful, and that's you. And since that wonderful creator created you, he created you to create something yourself so beautiful that you have to do. Man, man, man. Come on, Jesus. Oh, Lord, you created to break something. You're created to establish something in the spirit. You're created to do something that no one's ever done before in the spirit. You're created to sing songs that break off demons from people's lives. You're created to write books that bring forth deliverance as soon as they open up the book. You're created to just say one word and it breaks things in the spirit. You're created to do great things. I don't even know where I'm at my notes. If we keep we keep going on in that in that scripture, and when he said he made her whole, he said he made her whole immediately in that same hour. So some of you may be thinking, when? When is it gonna happen? Well, I'm here to tell you God's saying, right now. Immediately. In the same hour. In the same hour. 
The woman with the issue of breastfeeding, she touched the hem, baby. She was dried up. The blood was gone. Immediately. And guys, there's immediate turnarounds happening right now. There's immediate breakthroughs happening right now. There's immediate healings happening right now. There's a healing, immediate de uh, deliverances happening right now. Thank you, Lord. Immediate turnarounds. And some of you may be going, I don't know how to believe that. Well, believe it. It says that in the word too. He just said, just believe. None of you, I don't know about you, but I don't know how a car runs. I just get in and expect as soon as I put the key in the ignition and turn it, I believe it's gonna start. I don't know how my body intricately works, okay? But I know I can breathe in and out. I have oxygen, my heart is working. I don't know, that's just the Lord. But I believe that it's working. And that's the same right now. Whatever it is that you're believing God for, you may not know, and God's not asking you to understand it. Stop trying to understand how he's working. Stop trying to understand and make sense of it. Stop it, because a daughter don't need all that. A daughter just knows, I'm just going to believe you. It sounds crazy, Lord. I don't know how it's going to happen, but I'm just going to believe you at your word. That's it, because my daddy said believe. So, what you believing for, he's saying. What you believing for? Right now, right now, same hour, creative miracles, right now, increase, right now, right now in Jesus' name, restoration, right now. Listen, you got in you to start a whole new place in your marriage. You have it in you to start even something bigger in your, in your business. You have it in you as a daughter. Increase. That ain't just for the wicked. Increase is for us. Jesus, Proverbs 28, Proverbs 28, 1. You don't got to go there. I'm just going to read it to you real quick so we can keep. The wicked flee when no man pursueth, but the righteous are as bold as a lion. And the Lord is saying that he is releasing a spirit over his daughters that is as bold as a lion. We're some lioness, baby. You got to understand, yes. You got to understand what you carry as a lion or a lioness. You got to understand, you're not just some domesticated cat. All cats do is stay in the house. They lick themselves. They go to the bathroom. They don't do anything. But you're not a domesticated cat. You are a lion that is called to roar. Stop silencing your roar. Stop silencing your roar. Lions roar because they're trying to say, don't you even dare come up over here. You better roar when the enemy comes. Don't, you don't want to come over here. They roar and say, this is my territory. Don't you even try it. Say, bold as a lion. Yes. He's looking for somebody to be as bold as a lion. He's looking for somebody in your generation to be as bold as a lion. He's looking for that right here and right now. 
He needs you to be as bold so you can go into the enemy's camp and nothing falter, nothing burnt, nothing's coming off you. You stepping back with a lot of spoils. And that's your family coming back into the kingdom. That's your family coming back and being delivered. That's your family coming back and having deliverance. That's your family coming back who were in addiction that are coming out supernaturally free and wondering, how did I just stop taking drugs? Because you got a roar that you have been speaking forth and delivering and saying, I'm trusting God and knowing that my family members are coming out. I don't care how long it has been. I'm oh, okay. God I say, you don't care how long it has been for some of you to have family members, sons, daughters who are in a certain lifestyle, and you're wondering when. But God is saying, don't you even worry about that. You keep on sending your roar out, knowing that they are coming back. His word says that. Me and my house will serve the Lord. His word says that when you have trained them up in the way they should go, they will come back. So he's saying, don't you sit there and put a time limit on him. You know it's going to work. You know that they're coming out of that addiction. They're coming out of that lifestyle. They're coming out of that certain culture. And they're going to go forward and do what God has called them to do. And you're going to even sit there and be amazed and say, God, you did say that on March 4th, that that was going to happen for me. So he said, just believe. Don't you sit there and wonder how it's going to happen. You just believe. And when I, let me say this. When you are using your roar, people are going to say, you're rude. You're not being nice. That was just not nice. You did not say that in love, sister. And I started going to the Lord like that. Because y'all know that's me. The prophetic in me just be saying stuff. Right, Bethany? Because Bethany be acting like that, too. We just black and white. And then we're like, Lord, we just <laughs> we said what you said. And then they got mad. We don't know. So I'm like, yeah, right. I, 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 I want him to be proud of me and happy and stuff. And not you, because you got mad at me. So I went to the Lord. And I was like, Lord, what is it? Is it, is it the delivery? that people get upset about? Is it, is it the delivery when we're telling the truth? <laughs> so I, I really thought I was being nice. <laughs> you know, I'm like, I say this to my family all the time, was that mean? I, was that nice? <laughs> They're like, well, you're being a little squirrel and you're throwing bricks. Okay. So I'm just, but it's the truth, right? And I said, you know what, Lord? All right. Well, being bold may hurt people's feelings, but it ain't hurting Jesus. Being bold may make people get mad at you a little bit. But Jesus ain't mad at me. And I said this. I said, Lord, when people are in something, I'm trying to roar and get them out of the mess. And it reminded me of when my girls were little. And they would be playing. And they were about to run out in the street and get their ball and the car's coming. I'm not going to go, hey, girls, please, because I want to say it in love. Please don't run out in the street because there's a car coming. And I don't want you to get hit. Or I'm going to say, girls, don't go in the street. So if I'm saying, get out of hell, stop sleeping with that person, stop drinking, stop smoking weed, stop being into crystals, stop trusting in something else than God, stop doing Christian yoga, stop not dividing the word, stop doing it, stop mixing the word in the world. I'm trying to save your life. I want to save your life. I don't have time to tickle your ears and put sugar on it. I don't have time. Never forget, I was over your house, and Chuck was talking to, Allie came up with a boyfriend. <laughs> i never forget this. Oh, my gosh. And the first thing Chuck said, excuse me, I'm just going to say it how he said it. His granddaughter came with a boyfriend, and he was like, who the hell are you? <laughs> and I'm just like this. Because <laughs> right? I'm wondering, who is he too, right? <laughs> and when it was over, I was like, Papa Chuck, 
you just said it just like that? He was like, oh, I'm not sugarcoating anything. This is my house, it's my granddaughter, and I wanna know who the hell was that with her. <laughs> Listen, he said it like it was. That was the truth. He was not gonna be like, how you doing, young man? How's everything? No, nah, who the hell are you coming to my house? Well, my granddaughter. Like, I don't even know you, <laughs> you know? That's how we are when enemies try to come. Who the hell are you? You don't belong up in here. You ain't coming to my territory. You're not bothering my family. You're not going to go and disrespect my daddy. You're not going to represent him doing all this crazy stuff. That's my daddy. And you know, back in the day, if you said your mom or your daddy, I want to fight you. So I'm going to take my earrings off, take my shoes off, put some Vaseline on, and we're going to go because I'm like, that's my daddy. And you're going to represent my daddy, represent him correctly. Or don't say you're a Christian. You're better off just keeping your mouth shut. Just keep your mouth shut. If you ain't ready to walk in holiness, if you're not ready to walk in what the word says, if you're not ready to fully do it, don't do it. Listen, it's definitely evident that the evangelical model for people talking and saying they're Christian is not working. It's not working. Not speaking up and saying things is like an embarrassment to the church and the body of Christ. It's an embarrassment. That's why people do things just so willy-nilly. They don't care because we want to sit over here quiet as a mouse and not say anything because we don't want to offend anyone because we want to be so nice. Now, trust me, I work with a gay guy, and I'm not in his face going, you're going to burn to hell. You're doing that. I'm not doing that. I'm going to love on him, but if something comes up that's not correct, I'm going to say something. For instance, I have, a, I have a client who's a Satanist and told me she was a Satanist, but I know who I carry and who I on, on inside of me that I'm glad when I get the Satanist and the atheist. I'm like, come on in here. Please sign up to see me. Please be on my schedule. So I'm like, come on. And, and I remember, I told the, the body before how the one Satanist was like, I told them up front, I did not want a Christian. I didn't want a conservative. I didn't want this, this. And I'm looking at her like, okay. <laughs> well, she's sitting on my couch, and it has hope, a pillow, where I have 1 Corinthians 13 right here about the love on the wall. Well, I have a thing that says faith, hope, love. Well, and I'm looking at her like, okay, by the end of it, I need to see you every week. Oh, I bet you do. I bet you do because they don't even know. Right? So the Satanist says one day, how can I serve a God who's going to send me to hell for tattoos and, and, and uh, piercings? And I was like, the Holy Ghost was like, bing! Because you know, we're not in, in therapy, you're not going to say, guess what? I'm a born again believer who speak in tongues. And you can't say all that. But I'm like, thank you, Jesus. She just opened the door. And I said, you seriously think God's sending anyone to hell? For one, he's not. And for two, you're definitely not going to go to hell for piercings and, and tattoos while I'm saying this. Yeah. <laughs> I said, so that's not right. Because in the Bible, it says in Revelations, uh, he's coming back riding on a white horse with, some, with a name written on the side called King of Kings and Lord of Lords. And I sure did say Revelations in the Bible, right? And she was like, oh, well, what about the kids who get cancer? And I said, why don't you ask Satan? You say you're the Satanist, right? She just was like this. She just thought. And when I tell you the Holy Ghost, she just gives you stuff to say. Time was up. So I'm like, she brought that up when she was about to leave about going to hell. So I was like, oh, there she go. So I went, we're going to talk more about that next session.
Oh, I'm like, come on, baby. You want to open that door? Let's go there. This is the same one who was in my office who I said, if you don't want to be angry anymore, then stop being angry. And she starts yawning, all right? Going through deliverance in my, in my, in my counseling things. I'm like, come on, baby. You want to do that? Let's do it. Let's get you free today. So you know as a daughter, you walk with a spirit of boldness, bold as a lion. you like, come on, Satanist. Come on, those who, I want you to come with something so hard. You need a limb to grow out? Okay, well, let me go ahead and pray because I'm going to believe God for a creative miracle for you. Oh, your whole family's a hot mess. They're all addicted to drugs. Oh, that's so wonderful. Let me go ahead and get you delivered because I know the anointing authority in my life to get them that way. Amen. We can't be afraid anymore as a body of Christ. We cannot. Ever since that 2020 stuff happened and they want to close churches to keep keep liquor stores open are you kidding me that said a lot about us and I took that personal personally I should say so I'm like no say I'm a bold as a, as a lion you're bold as a lion and I'm telling you there's a shifting happening there, it already happened there's a turning that has happened already bold Acts 4.29, don't turn to it. And now, Lord, behold their threatenings and grant unto thy servants with them all boldness that they may speak the word. Acts 4.31, and when they had prayed, the place was shaken where they were assembled together and they were filled with the Holy Ghost and they spake the word of God with boldness. And 2 Corinthians 3.12, since this new way gives us such confidence, we can be very bold. Hebrews 13.6, so that may, that we may boldly say, the Lord is my helper, and I will not fear what man shall do unto me. In Joshua 1, 9, Message Bible says, haven't I commanded you? Strength, courage, don't be timid, don't get um, discouraged. God, your God, is with you every step that you take. Where are my bold sisters at? Yeah. We're the wild ones and the bold ones who really don't care. They just want to please daddy, right? They ain't intimidated by what they see in the natural happening. The bold, intimid the bold wild daughters ain't even thinking about stuff in the natural. They know there's stuff going in the spiritual realm that they have no idea about. Thank you, Jesus. I think I'm almost done. Okay, uh, Luke 3, 16. John answered, saying unto them all, I indeed baptize you with water, but one mightier than I cometh the latchet of whose shoes I am not worthy to unloose. He shall baptize you with the Holy Ghost and with fire. The Holy Ghost. Fresh wind and fresh fire. When we got a fresh wind and a fresh fire, there's a whole new demonstration. It gives us such a refreshing uh, it gets us all rejuvenated. Fresh wind and fresh fire moving on the inside of each and every one of you. I speak it forth right now. Fresh wind and a fresh fire. When that wind and fire come together, it's like a new source. It's a new source. With fresh wind and fresh fire, baby, you can bring a whole culture out of oppression. With fresh wind and fresh fire, you have so many knowledge and wisdom from the Holy Spirit that you can gain and take with you. With fresh wind and fresh fire, you don't have to be concerned about anything because you walk in such a victory. And you have such a stance on your life with the fresh wind and fresh fire.
you can bring your sons and daughters to another place. You can bring forth a new, completely new type of glory with the fresh wind and fresh fire. You can take that and shake up the earth. You, yes, you, you, each and every one of you. And I don't mean just lollygag, fresh wind, fresh fire. I mean it's shut up in your bones, baby, that you shaking. There's so much in your bones. Because we all know Holy Ghost is contagious. We thought COVID was. Holy Ghost is more contagious than COVID. Jesus, if we need the Holy Ghost more than anything, more than any money, more than any blessing, more than anything. And we know that when that fresh wind and fire come together, there's such an explosion. And God wants to explode through his daughters. He wants to do an explosion through each and every one of you. Today, a freshness, a freshness, a fresh wind and fire right now in Jesus' name. Now, God is saying, come out of the cave. Come out of the cave and let him burn through you. Get rid of the stuff that you don't need, that you've been carrying with you so long, and start fresh. Come out of the cave and open up your mouth to being bold. Right now, in Jesus' name.